Yeah, we're going to be talking about graphic design. Um, today's presentation is not so long. I wanted not to get into the technical or the technicalities of graphic design. Um, that's mostly if you are a graphic designer. And if you are, you're going to find probably the information that I'm presenting here today redundant. But as a business owner, um, we're going to be talking about why graphic design is important. Sometimes I think this area gets um, disregarded or either it's not given the, the importance that um, that it needs for a business on everything that the business does, you know, uh, for customer experience, new customers and potential customers, relationships with other providers and, and, and so many other different areas. And so I want to just touch based on why, how as a business owner or as a person that is not actually doing the manual work for graphic design, what is that you need to know if you need to make the decision on the graphic design materials or, you know, whether it's digital or uh, print, right? Um, we're going to think, we're going to learn why it's important. And sometimes business owners or, uh, you know, managers, et cetera, they might not think design is important. They might just think, well, it's just a business card, right? Or it's just a, a flyer. You just, you know, make it happen. Just throw the information in there put all this information, the contact info, and just, you know, get it out. And the reality is that uh, there's a lot of unintended consequences, uh, negative consequences that happen when we don't intentionally think about the graphic design of uh, uh, the materials for the business. Um, first impressions matter. Minimize this. First impressions matter. The first time a customer, a provider, a potential partner um, interacts with your business is super relevant, um, it can set the tone for the rest of the relationship with your business. So um, there is a wider spectrum of what people think about or see things in a different way, but understanding that you will have the best intention for how you present your brand, the colors that you use, the resolution that you use. Sometimes, you know, I've seen businesses that use logos that they are super uh, low resolution, you know, they don't really care about having a high resolution um, display. Pictures uh, that are pixel. Um, I mean, so many different things where um, nowadays, since everything is digital, and this is the main reason why we're doing all these web webinars is, you know, COVID happened to force everybody to get, you know, in a more digital aspect for everything, not just business, but everyday life. And so understanding that the emotion or the connection or the, the reaction you create with your customer. Um, it's not just so much about reading the content or like how it looks like the presentation of it will set the tone on how they interact with their business. They might even just, maybe they don't like that you don't have a, a good resolution of a picture. They might just not even contact you because of that reason, you know? So it's important that we understand that whether it's a flyer, a, a business card, a TV ad, um, anything that we are trying to provide the best first impression um, with potential customers, right? Consistency is credibility. So this one goes a little bit of a mix where uh, being consistent with your brand when you are creating uh, marketing materials helps connect, um, you know, make sure that the customer understands that you are intentional about your presentation, about your brand. Um, the same way um, this principle uh, affects 
social media, right? So if you're a business that you are using social media, Facebook, Instagram, etc., to distribute your content, to reach out new audiences, current and new customers, that you are consistent as far as the, you need to have guidelines on how you use your brand. You know, for example, at the Chamber of Commerce, we have three different versions of our logo as far as the colors that we use. Because sometimes the logo that we have that you're going to see here in the presentation is not proper for some of the backgrounds that we're using. So we have um, sometimes logos that are, you know, all in silver that we can use in different um, uh, different backgrounds, different presentations. And so it's good to always have a your logo, uh, in this case, for example, you know, um, in different formats. So your same logo, but maybe just different schemes that you can use in different branding. Because sometimes your logo might not be, you know, proper for some of the marketing that you're using. And it's not so much about the 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 background, but sometimes it's, you know, how you use your logo, but not changing everything around, right? So being consistent um, as far as your brand guidelines, you know, the colors that you use, the font that you use. And if you're posting, for example, in social media, um, if you're posting consistently, make sure that you commit to that. So if you're posting 10 times a, day, a month, make sure you keep that consistency, right? Don't, don't let your audience go sometimes without knowing, you know, what's going on with your business. If, if that's a critical, you know, piece of your business. Then here, efficiency is summary. So I don't know if any of you know about the company um, HubSpot. Um, it's one of many companies that have a CRM. And I, I just follow HubSpot a lot because they have a lot of trends as far as marketing and business. And so HubSpot reports that um, infographic or um, graphic materials that you use, um, and in this case, you know, everything is digital, right? But I would say it goes the same for print. Uh, it increases your... Um, yeah, your potential of getting more um, following or more business, sometimes about three times, right? So sometimes, um, for those of you that don't know what an infographic is, is basically you're telling a story on a, on a graphic design, and if you're talking about, like, the faces of a product or a service, you put that on, on pictures that are easy to read and easy to follow without somebody trying to explain it in words, right? You don't need an infographic to implement this principle, uh, but think about your graphic design on many of your materials. Sometimes I've seen flyers from some businesses where they try to put way too much information on the flyer, right? And so nowadays, um, fortunately and unfortunately, uh, we are in a, in a world that we want everything to the access of our fingerprints. You know, um, it's like fast food, but for business, that's why people are going to Google and searching, you know, I need a dentist, I need a, a mechanic shop, I need this, I need that. Um, so take the same approach with um, print materials, with your business cards, like be intentional. What is the kind of um, emotion? What is the kind of action you want to trigger on that user? Sometimes adding way too much information on a flyer can just get your, your potential customer or your reader distracted and not be efficient, right? And sometimes it can be way too little information that they have so many questions that, you know, may might be a good thing sometimes that you don't include all the information and you trigger questions that they wanna know more and they call you and they email you or contact you, you know, be ready for that, right? That's what you wanna get. But 
efficiency is being make sure that you don't clutter your message on your graphic design, right? This goes for any uh, marketing channel. We're going to talk about those marketing channels, how to optimize your, your design based per marketing channel. It's not always the same. Creativity kills competition. So we know there are so many small businesses that's what we're mainly focused on, on, on this program. And we know also there are so many huge national and international businesses that, you know, we compete also in the same market, right? So for example, I'm gonna put myself on, this, on the spot, like I have a marketing agency that, yes, there's other national companies here in the Valley, in the city, in the metro area that they do the same services I do. And obviously I'm competing with them, you know? That doesn't mean I don't have a chance. What it really matters is, and if you haven't seen our last webinar, the first one where we talked about um, creating a marketing persona, make sure you go back and watch that um, webinar and really pay attention to that specific section about the marketing persona. A lot of times businesses, they might get stuck on being creative because for example, I'm one of those where I don't have really creativity skills. I'm the numbers guy. I'm the guy that analyzes data and uses that to make decisions. As a matter of fact, this presentation you're looking at I pay a graphic designer to create this presentation where I can keep, you know, using and using again, and, and I just change the letters, right? Um, but creativity doesn't mean that you need to know how to pick which picture, how to create this color, how to move the font. More than anything is, if you want to be creative and, and, and really be ahead of your competition, whether it's another small business or a national chain, is you just need to understand first, what is the number one customer you want to reach? And that's what the marketing persona is for. If you understand that, then you know what they're looking for. You know what issues they have. You know what problems they're looking for. They're searching on Google, you know. And then when you design your marketing, when you design your website, when you design your flyer, your business card, your social media post, your TV ad, address that concern. You know, address. It's not always just making an special. It's not always just giving a, a discounted price. It's not always... You know, it's, it can be of like, how is that a value to your potential customers? Which a lot of times the national companies, they miss. You know, they had to standardize so many marketing across the board to make it efficient for them. I would say we as in a small business, we have an advantage of being able to be way more specific to the messaging that we send out to our potential customers, specifically in the local area, right? So creativity kills competition. Be creative, don't... Um, just create a flyer just to get it out. Like be intentional on what you want to transmit. What is the value? Like put yourself in the shoes of your, co uh, of your customers. Like if you were trying to purchase what you offer as a customer, what are the questions that you have? You know, this happens a lot with schools. I do marketing for some schools and, and a lot of times, you know, parents are trying to enroll their kids, but even before they even think about it, they have a hundred questions. Right. And so, that's actually the process that, that matters on enrolling students. So, so making sure that on some of the marketing, you know, you highlight what are the most common things parents look for uh, that will trigger interest on enrolling them, their kids, or even calling to find even more information. Then you are making sure your, your marketing, your design of these materials are intentional and you get creative, right? So 
you can always keep changing. So you can focus sometimes on a, a marketing piece, a design, focusing on solving a problem. You know, uh, a lot of times I, I hear some some companies where they might not want to, in a case, for example, video. Video is huge on nowadays for businesses. And the design of the video goes into, yeah, make sure you have a good quality video. Um, you don't have to have a good production, but like these phones, they actually, most of the, the recent phones from the last two or three years, they actually can record on 4K video. You just need to change the setting on your phone. And, you know, you go live on Facebook or you create a video on Facebook and then make sure that, okay, well, you know, what is something that they are always asking? Uh, you know, maybe I'm a plumber, right? And a lot of patients, a lot of, um, sorry if I say patients, I'm in the mode of the dental clinic. But a lot of times, like if I'm a plumber and I have customers that are asking me, you know, how much is going to cost this or what is the process or, you know, answer those questions, right? Like put it on the video and put it on the captions. A lot of times you don't have to sell when you are presenting a marketing piece, a design that solves a problem, you don't even have to sell. And if you're addressing what their concern is, what their question is, what their problem is, a lot of times those things create a lot more sales to you than trying to give a hook for a service on, on plumbing, you know? So that's being creative. It's not really a, a hard science of being creative. I want to open the chat just in case anybody has questions. I'm going to have it here open. Okay. So feel free to post any questions at any given time. Don't worry about interrupting. I'm going to be keep checking the chat constantly. Okay. So creativity. Um, let me see. Minimize here. And then your message matters, right? What you put on, on your flyer, on your business card, on your... Um, TV ad on your website, on your social media post, what you put matters, right? Like people pay attention to it. And that this is really connected to the first point. First impressions matter. If you don't intentionally check the grammar on your, on your text for your caption, right? And you misspell different words, that can set the tone for somebody that can be a potential customer and they might be picky about grammar and say, yeah, I don't want to do business with them because they're not paying you attention to what they're writing, right? Um, maybe I post a, a, a low quality picture, right? Or I'm grabbing somebody else's picture, not even creating a, a one that matters to my business. So make sure that your, uh, your message is important than what you say. You know, whether you transmit that image, uh, that message via words or uh, on a graphic design, that you want to tell a story about your business, right? It's not always about selling. It's more about now the internet and social media changed the game on, you know, customers and users want to connect to a brand that they, a lot of times, are loyal to, you know? Okay. So, again, this has been recorded. These are like five principles to always think about every time you create a design or even you ask a graphic designer to create something for you. Uh, you don't have to do it, but you got to consciously know, um, you know, have a decision making on your graphic designs. Now, I want to talk about research, test, and optimize. So graphic design um, is like trying different marketing channels and advertising. Not because you like one thing, it means it's going to work. You might like it. At the end of the day, I will say, at the end of the day, when I create a logo, 
well, I don't create the logo, but sometimes you know our, our company offers some kind of a graphic design services um, to some customers. I always try to make sure the business understands like, yes, I want to make sure you are comfortable and you like your logo, but at the end of the day, the number one thing is that your customers will like it, that your customers will connect with your brand. Because at the end of the day, you can have a really nice logo, but if he doesn't talk to your audience that you're gonna try to get business from, then you know what is the, the purpose of it? And so answering that question goes into researching. Uh, many of the times there, we don't put the time in researching uh, the kind of companies that are locally on the same industry, same services, what kind of logos do they have? What kind of marketing materials do they have? I sometimes intentionally go and purchase things or services from my competitors to see what their experience is, right? And so do your research, investigate local businesses, local competitors, national competitors. Doesn't mean you had to, you know, compete with the national competitors right away, but like understanding who your competition is and doing research. Research, um, you know, which companies are getting the most reviews on Google, on Facebook, you know, why, like what, how does their brand look like? How are they presenting themselves? You know, what kind of colors are they using? Are they using uh, uh, modern uh, fonts on their marketing? You know, um, are they, do they have videos on their social media or on their YouTube channel that I can see what kind of uh, messaging are they doing? And so doing research will help you um, test. So one other thing is, I always like of the idea of doing AV testing, sometimes AVC and testing. And really what that means is, Let's just say you're going to create a flyer where you want to get phone calls, you want to get leads. Okay, try that flyer in three different times, three different formats. Maybe it can be different colors. Maybe it can be different offers, right? Maybe it can be, so always change something that will help you identify which one works better. A lot of times we create a marketing piece, a design, a graphic, a video ad, something, we don't create anything else that varies from that. And if it doesn't work, we don't know why it didn't work. And if it works, we don't know why it worked, right? So I always recommend research your competition, research, um, even ask your friends and family, like if they were your customers, like, hey, what do you think about this marketing piece? What do you think about this logo? What do you think about this social post? Like even before you um, um, post it or you know, publish it. And then track it, you know. Um, again, I'm not gonna get into the tracking details on how to track your results. Go back and watch the recording from the uh, last week's webinar, uh, how to track your ROI. But even here, right, like you gotta track uh, and measure the results. So if you're gonna do two different flyers, two different business cards, um, I don't have my winnie, I should have brought in my, my business cards at some point uh, I created two business cards that they look like a Google ad. So I created one that was horizontal mode or, or version, and it was like a Google address uh, that I had all our information, things like that. Like the question was, you know, how to start a business. And then I answered that question on the ad and it looked like a Google ad just in a business card, right? And then I created another one that was um, vertical um, design on a mobile device. Like if it was a small mobile uh, mobile phone, and then the result, it was also a Google ad, but it was on the format of a mobile version. And I, you know, I started giving out both to potential customers. And I, I noticed that the one that stick more, because people will throw your business cards to the trash. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, if you thought that business cards was to the thing, 
90% of users or people, they lose the business cards if you give them to them in a networking event. It, I don't know, anything but call you. <laughs> but I wanted to test like, okay, what if I come up with a cool design that they wouldn't want to throw that away, you know? Something different. And so I'm like, okay, we do Google Ads, we help business advertise on Google, then created two pieces, different format, and I realized that the one that looked like a mobile device with the result on Google had more results than the other one. So test and track. The way that I tracked that, I put two different numbers and I was tracking how many calls that I was getting into each number, you know? Um, so this is an example, researcher industry, researcher, their graphic design. If you are a business that are, is selling, you know, something like, you know, a beverage, something that is eatable, uh, you know, look at their brand, you know, what are they doing? In this case, like you can see um, this brand, they don't have different logos, but they use the same template and they just change, you know, I would even say that's like a transparent background where uh, lets you see through the color of the drink, right? So that's actually something that, you know, helps them put their logo on any kind of uh, background, right? Here's an example, try two or three different uh, graphic designs every time you do your marketing, every time you want to measure results, right? See, if you're doing social media, try different posts. Maybe you, you, know, you have three graphic designs and you post those three throughout the month, different days, and maybe you see what the engagement is. How many likes do you get? How many comments do you get people asking information? How many clicks do you get from that into your website? Or, you know, like, and don't be afraid to ask. So if you go back to watch the other webinar, don't be afraid to ask, how do you hear about us, right? Oh, I got a flyer. Oh, cool. What kind of flyer do you have? Do you still have it? Can you bring it into the appointment? Can you bring it in into the shop? I'll give you another 5% discount. Because then you can also see, oh, it was this flyer, right? So don't be afraid of creating ABC versions of your marketing and testing them out because maybe you created three different graphics. One gave you 10 customers, the other two gave you one and two customers. So which one do you want to focus on, right? The one that gave you 10 customers. And not because that work, make, don't always just stick to that. Make sure that throughout the year you are doing these kind of tests. And optimize, you know? Optimize, see what work on that design, use it on different, different areas of design, um, maybe I put red on this flyer and this flyer had blue. Um, that was the only difference between the two flyers. They one got, this one got a lot more attention than the other one, right? So sometimes it's colors, how, how colors speak to psychologically to your customers. Number one advice, if you're not a graphic designer, don't create your own graphics. I know, I know that sometimes we'll say, well, I don't have the budget to, to, you know, pay somebody to do my logo, you know, like it's gonna cost me hundreds of dollars or, you know, uh, I don't know, it can be different reasons. But if you're into a business, if you wanna really grow your business, you wanna be intentional, going back to the first point we had on the last slide, first impressions matter, you know, uh, creating credibility to your brand with your audience will help you get to the next level even faster, right? So I would say don't, do your own graphics just i'm going to show you some tools that even i have used in the past before i grow my own company and that i still give options and information to some of my friends and customers that okay you don't have the budget to pay this much for this try this you know sometimes just 
nowadays with the internet, you have so many access, so much access to graphic designers, freelancers, professionals. They want to make some extra cash, you know, and then doing these things from their home. But that person has a different skill set that you have, you know. So I'm not going to that. I think is the next slide. So graphic design on a budget. What does that look like? You have options. Now, I want to say I am not advocating specifically for these brands. I'm not trying to convince you to buy from them. I'm just sharing with you, these are brands that I use almost on a daily basis. And every time I have a customer or a friend, a family member, whatever, ask me, you know, they ask me, can you do a logo for me? I'm like, do you have this much money to pay for it? Yeah, they're like, no, okay. Well, going to these platforms, you can find, you know, pretty good resources and get it for, you know, very affordable prices. Fiverr, if you don't know what Fiverr is, Fiverr is a platform. Think about it as Facebook or LinkedIn, but for people that are doing free work, freelance. No free work, just they're, they're called freelancers, meaning that they provide their services at a really low price. Um, what I really like about Fiverr is that you have access to so many professionals, uh, not just locally, but nationwide and even international that they're offering in this case, like graphic design, there's everything in there. Um, the beauty of it is that many of those you can see based on the reviews, based on how other businesses or people that have other services, how they are ranking them, how many reviews do they have? Do they have a positive feedback? Do they deliver on time? And many of them, they have already uh, links to pictures of their work that they have done before. So if you're looking for a logo, and you look for a logo designer in, in Fiverr, you can see many of them like, you know, you can even sort by experience and filters so that you can have a better list of what kind of um, designers you're looking for, you know? And very affordable prices, very, very affordable prices. Upwork is something similar to Fiverr. Um, the, the platform works a little bit different on how they um, offer their services, but it's the same way it's a network of professionals that are offering their services. Um, Design Pico is an interesting company that I have keep an eye on for the last couple of years. And they offer a flat design fee for their services. They, if you go to their website and check it out, um, they only have like three plans. So if you're more like, you know, outside of your budget limitations, you have some little marketing, you know, capital or capital for your business, and maybe you don't want to hire in-house um, a graphic designer for your work, you know, because a lot of things come with that, right? A lot of, a lot of uh, responsibility, pay, taxes, that kind of stuff. Design Pico, they actually create a really cool way where you can pay, it's more, it's more like a subscription, a monthly subscription, and you have unlimited requests for designs. So it's pretty cool. I would say check it out if um, you want to do something like that. Um, they're a little bit more pricey in a way than Fiverr, but you know, in Fiverr, you might try different people, different skills. Design Pico is one company that tries to keep things consistent. You get somebody assigned. Um, I have, uh, by the way, I have bought services from all these platforms. So that the only way I am showing you this is because I have better than myself, you know, not every interaction has been great. Most of them have been awesome. Facebook groups. Everybody's on Facebook groups. There's way too many. Um, sometimes join the ones that are, they are business related. Um, I would say I would say you won't find really good quality sometimes on the local groups that are selling stuff. But try to focus on finding groups on Facebook that 
um, is business related, you know, small business, uh, professionals, that kind of thing. There's a lot of them. You know, a lot of times there, you can post in there like, hey, you know, I'm looking for somebody to design a logo for me. Does anybody do graphic design? And then you start getting a bunch of comments and then you can go through their portfolio, see what they look, what, you know, password looks like and their pricing, right? So you don't have to pay too much to get something good that will help you present your brand the right way, okay? And again, the people that they do this kind of work, they've been, that's what they do. They have that creative um, side of the brain on how to make um, colors and fonts work to have that connection from your business with your audience, right? I don't have that skill. I'm just going to be honest. I don't know what color to use, you know, what I want to transmit, but, but understanding who I want to reach for my business, like who is my prime customer through having a marketing persona. If I explain that to the graphic designer, they're like, oh, okay, we can try this. Here you go. You know? And the last one is trade services. I think a lot of people, most, mostly everybody being in, in this scenario. So um, sometimes you're able to, instead of paying, offer to trade services, you know, like, hey, you know, I don't know how to do graphic design. I don't know how to uh, create a website, like, but I know how to turn on Google ads and, and run them. How about I help you run a campaign for a month and, you know, you help me with the design, you know? So, so sometimes, um, you know, a cake, uh, I recently, I was talking to a friend that she's starting her, she's not in Mesa. I would have wished she would have been based in Mesa. She's in Chandler, but she does amazing cakes and, and, um, she bakes. And so she's great. She, I don't know how she comes up with, with these things. And I told her, well, you should look into reaching out like uh, people that are looking to do cakes for their weddings or birthday parties, like, and then just message them like, Hey, um, I can offer you a free cake if you do a post about me, if they have a good following, right? In the case of design, like I can reach out to a graphic designer and say, hey, I really need a really, really good logo. I don't know how to design it, but how about uh, when is your birthday? Like, do you have anything special coming up this year? I'll make you a, you know, a really, really good looking and nice cake, you know? And so a lot of times is just costing you your time and your work and you can get, you know, trading services. Maybe somebody says no, but when you find somebody that says yes, take it. Let's see if we have any questions. How far? Not yet. Okay. All right. So don't forget to refresh your brand. Uh, if you have had your business for a long time, or maybe you have a, a some kind of a design that is not, um, I would say, current to what other brands are doing during this time. Um, Something weird has been happening since the last, I would say, three or five years, where if you haven't heard about it, look into it. There is a documentary on Netflix that I recommend for you to understand more about this movement, uh, movement but it's called uh, minimalist or, you know, um, yeah, minimalism. And basically what that means is making everything a lot more cleaner and simple than clutter and things that you don't need, right? It's a lifestyle but it's transmitting into how uh, businesses, they present their brand to users. And so, uh, for example, one thing that you can see here is like uh, General Electric, they've been changing their logo to overtime. Doesn't mean you have to change it every year, but as you can see, they're updating on, you know, if you pay attention to some of the marketing that's going around there, 
you can see, oh, this color is being popular to use. This font is being popular to use. This, um, there is a trend on how these companies are changing the kind of marketing that they're doing as far as logo or font or colors they're using, you know? So as you can see, General Electric, they've been changing the logo over time and they have this one since 2004. Um, make sure that your brand resonates with your audience first. So if you have a business existing since the last 30 years and you still have a small business, that's your, your passion and you wanna keep on going, we gotta understand that our customers today are not the same ones as of five, 10 years ago, right? There's different likes in music, there's different likes in how they interact with businesses on social media. Uh, maybe there was no social media back then. And so a lot of the times refreshing your brand on how you present it on a graphic design makes a huge difference to connect with current customers. So for example, we have these millennials, right? Millennials and what is the next one? Generation C, I think, that they are more used to seeing brands like this one that has the most current logo. And you can trigger a negative reaction to them if you have an outdated or old logo. Unless your audience is into vintage things and you know that kind of thing and that's the kind of customers you wanna reach, I really encourage you to update your logo or your marketing if you haven't done it to like the current practices, the, what is the, the ongoing um, favorite kind of colors and, and fonts to use. Um, you don't have to change it every year. Um, here's an example, Chase. Used to be JP Morgan Chase & Co. That's what it used to be. They still use that, but more on the investment side of it with the higher end kind of customers. But Chase, you know, Chase Bank, they changed the logo to this. Facebook, you know, social media is not even an old company. They just started in 2004 and that was their first logo. They actually had their Facebook, you know, this is started growing and everything. They changed it just to Facebook. They took it out. And then, you know, this is the latest logo. As you can see, there's sometimes not so much difference from the middle logo to the last logo, but um, they put marketing, they put research into it. They ask questions. They see what newer brands that are getting success. Maybe they have a, a slimmer kind of font, right? Let's try it. Let's change it to see what the response is, you know? Amazon. Amazon started with this really old logo, right? It used to be only about books, you know, then, then change it to this other one in the middle. And this is now the, the new one, right? So as you can see, there is a change of like, even Amazon font is kind of similar to the font that, that uh, Facebook is using. Chase also went to with a little bit thicker, but not too thick uh, of a font. BMW is another example. So. I know that I'm probably mentioning big brands, right? Like big boys that, you know, we are a small business, we are in a budget, but again, the principles are the same. It just shows you that if they're trying, don't be afraid to test it. Maybe it doesn't work. Maybe you had to go back to your old logo. Like even ask, you can even run competitions or, or contest on, um, on your own. If you're big on social media, like, hey, you guys, you know, I'm thinking about refreshing this logo. Here's our new logo. Let us know what you think about it. Answer the survey and, you know, you can participate for a raffle, right? Like get the feedback from your customers, get the feedback for your audience. Let them, let them dictate your business because if you do that, then you're going to be even more successful, right? Now, 
That being said, I want to get into more uh, optimizing your marketing per channel. We have so many different ways of advertising. Um, so many different ways. You know, we have TV, radio, um, print. We have social media. We have the internet. We have mobile apps. We have endless things. The main thing is understanding the principles that we talked about in the first slide that you know how they apply to your type of marketing or the type of channel. So in print, and again, this goes back into research, like also make sure that you, when you are analyzing other brands or other competitors, that you see what they're doing on their brand, right? So are, is their brand simple? Do they only have the logo on their shirt? Like if you're gonna print um, shirts or caps, you know, things like that, is it only the brand? Or are they adding pictures of potential customers that they reach? Are they adding a phone number? Do they, do they need the phone number, right? So think about how, because you're gonna spend money on this. So you, you wanna make sure that your design has a really good first impression that is eye-catching to your customers. Social media. Social media is a big one. I will always make sure that you, so I suggest you that you always remember that don't post um, design that it was meant for print as part of your social media. Like you gotta change that into what the right size, the right format is for social media. If you are posting flyers just like that, you know, that you printed and maybe they look okay on, a, on an email, maybe they look okay on, a, on print, it's not gonna look okay on a small screen and people are not gonna click on it and then zoom on it and read it. So change it into a, into a post or several posts that they can slide and see the information. Because you're doing, a, those are unintended consequences that will damage your business, right? So be intentional about your marketing piece the design that you have, make sure that you design it for every platform that you're gonna be using. Mobile versus desktop. So if you have a website, um, make sure that your, yeah, your presentation on, on, on computer is good, easy to scroll, easy to read, but you know, 80%, 90% of the traffic now is on mobile devices. So always mobile first, make sure that, you know, I have the big iPhone, so it's a bigger screen, but even then like, it's still small, right? So I don't like zooming in on things, like either I like what I see or I just go to the next one. Make sure that you're always uh, online. Your design is optimized for mobile devices. And if it's optimized for mobile devices, you'll be okay on, on desktop, right? Like it's just a side effect. But in either way, all these platforms, social media and Google, now they change the ranking on qualifying you, are you providing the best experience on mobile devices? And if you're not, they just penalize you, you know? So always try to focus on, you know, where your content is gonna be seen. Is it gonna be seen on a desktop, on a tablet, on a, on a phone? Um, I'm gonna send it via email. Most email now is being open uh, on phone. So is my graphic design or my piece that gonna be easy to read on, on, on a mobile device, right? Video marketing, the same way. Video marketing, um, make sure that you have good graphics, things like that. By the way, on those platforms that I mentioned, Fiverr and Upwork and all those, not the same pickup, but at least Fiverr and Upwork, um, they are also um, professionals that they will do videos for you at a cheaper price. I don't know how to do videos, but I know I need video marketing. So I use those platforms a lot. Um, yeah, and, and make sure that you're intentional, right? Like, or you just always be intentional with your brand. Don't just 
don't think about it. Like you gotta stop and think, okay, where I'm gonna post this? I'm gonna post this flyer on social media. Okay, I gotta change it. For video marketing, video marketing is tricky, but it's really powerful. So you gotta know, okay, where am I gonna post this video? Is that video gonna be used on social media? Okay, um, am I addressing a concern or I'm just gonna try to sell? Like, am I trying to answer questions that people actually care about so they will watch my video and that will create credibility for me and it will um, interest them on calling me, messaging me? Or I'm just gonna try to offer a, a quick price, flash sale, are they even looking for it, you know? Uh, just, in, you don't have to get into so many things to understand um, how to create your message. Just put yourself in the shoes on when you are as a consumer on these platforms, are you looking for that? On social media, people are not looking for services, right? So you gotta engage them with adding value to their lives. If they're on search, yeah, they're looking for that. So just making sure you're intentional with your, with your graphic design for every marketing channel. Don't make the mistake of using the same flyer for social media or you know your videos, make sure they have good quality, make sure they have a good call to action. So, so don't forget, um, think about the end user. Always with every single piece, think about the end user. Think about your customers, your new customers. Be intentional with your offer or adding value to their lives. Um, every channel needs to have their own graphic, every channel, okay? And don't use the same design for all the channels. You know, that's I'm just reinforcing the last point or the previous point that, you know, make sure that you use the same. And if you don't know it, it's fine. Uh, when you're talking to a, um, number one, you can Google it. That's what I do. I don't remember all of this from, you know, my brain or my pocket. Like I always Google things and I say, okay, best resolution for Facebook logo. And boom, there it is. Okay, perfect. So I know I need these resolutions. Okay, best resolution for my cover page or my Facebook page. Boom, it's like, you don't even have to figure out, like just Google it and it will tell you, you know? Um, best length for video marketing on social media. And you will see that it's probably like 15 to 30 seconds most, you know? So um, you, just, you just gotta do your research. Let's go back to the others, like you just gotta research on it, right?